Just as a disclaimer, we want you to know that some of the movies that we will be reviewing were shot in a different time and era where people of race and sex were not treated equally. We understand this and hope you do too. The movies or anything that happened on the sets are not the views of this podcast or what this show is intended to be all about. Exactly. And we want to give due diligence in presenting the movie and not the views of the cast or directors or anyone involved. But we also feel it's necessary to let the audience know some of the background information to get a feel for what was happening at the time of shooting the film. Again, we hope you understand that we do not agree with everything that went on and we just want to give out the information. And with that being said, hope you enjoy the show. fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man it is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity it is the middle ground between light and shadow between science and superstition and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge this is the dimension of imagination it is an area which we call the twilight zone Alright guys, welcome back to our Twilight Zone uh, continuation. Sorry, it's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> Terrence is in rare form today, so just <laughs> be prepared. Uh, this is uh, Season 1, Episode 2. The title was One for the Angels. This is such a good one. Um, we'll talk about it here in a minute. Let's go ahead and get some of the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, homework out of the way, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The air date was October 9, 1959, directed by Robert Parrish. Uh, the writing credits was Rod Serling. The technical specs runtime was 25 minutes. That's what I love about Twilight Zone. It's just a little quick, quick watch. And it gets yeah. a story so in-depth in those 25 minutes. Uh, the sound mix was mono of the Westerx recording system. The color was black and white. Aspect ratio was 1.33 to 1. Negative format was 35 millimeter. The printed film format was 35 millimeter. And the cast. Rod Serling, as usual, was the narrator. Um, Ed Wynn played Lou Bookman, and this guy knocks it out of the park. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Murray Hamilton uh, played Mr. Death. Perfect. Uh, Dana Dillaway, Maggie Polanowski, Jay Overholtz, the doctor, and Merritt Bond, the truck driver. So we'll talk about this uh, real quick. Yeah. So basically this starts up with a salesman, if you will, um, that's on the sidewalk selling. I mean, it starts off with like them little yeah. robotics things. You know what I mean? He's selling to- toys. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, he's selling like those robotic toys and, and, you know, he ends up – it's like one of the old suitcases. Oh, that yeah, open he up, folds opens up, it up and yeah. he's selling right yeah, out Yeah, and then he just, he just folds it up and you see him walk at home. 
and you see this guy staring at him in the in the background. You're not really sure who he is or what he's doing, and it's actually Death. You come yeah. to find it. it's Mr. Death. So, um, so now you you see him walking home, and then you see him coming, and all the kids are coming. Hey, Blue, what you got for us, Lou? What you got for us? Yeah. And he's like, Well, he's like, just remember, he's like, after supper at six o'clock, well, there'll be a the ice cream social. They're all yeah. interested in that. <laughs> so I thought it was very ironic that he, they asked him what he was selling. And he's like, Well, I got one for you, and he's giving away his product to these kids. He loves these kids. You can tell he loves these kids. He would do anything for these kids. Vice versa too. You can tell. Oh, like, the kids love him. Like. You can he's he's you can tell he's been there before and the the kids love what he brings. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. He's he's well known in the community too. You know what I mean. So have their parents trusting him out there with a stranger yeah, exactly. at you know a different time. Um, so uh, as the kids go away, he sees. Hey, he's like, didn't I see you while I was? He sees death, and he's like, hey, didn't I see you? He's like, well, I got a very appointment with you, uh, Lou. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? So anyway, he's like, yeah, I don't know who you are. He's like, just leave me alone. And he goes up to his his apartment. This is really cool. Yeah. So he shuts the door, and you know, he's taking off his clothes or his jacket, and everything. He looks over there, and there's death sitting in that chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they have this conversation. Hilarious. He's like, well, you know, it's like, um, you know, when it when it comes midnight. You know, you, your you're, you're going to have to, it's time to go. You, you know, we can't, he's like, but I haven't, there's stuff I haven't done. You know, yeah. he's like, he's like, can't there be some way, you know? I think he asked him, was he, what, like, what's he want to do or something like that? And he goes, I, I want to make the greatest, pitch, the greatest of pitch of all time. Right. And uh, so he's like, well, he's like, I'm not going with you. He's like, I don't care what you say. He's like, Lou, he's like, you can't get around it. So yeah. about this time, he's like, he's like, well, you know, uh, he's like, somebody's going at midnight with me. Uh, so that about that time you hear the scream and the little girl, you look outside and the little girl got hit by the car Yep. and he runs over there and they're all grabbed around and he looks up and, uh, because, because he, none of the kids could see death. Yeah. Only he, only only he could see him. But then when she, she gets hit by the car and she looks up, she's like, Lou, who's that man looking at me? And he's like, you mean you could see him? Yeah. And that's when Dust like, look, I told you. He's like, someone's got to go. He's like, I'll be here at midnight. Her time's going at midnight. And so the next thing you see, you see her up in the in her bed yep. and the doctor's like hey i don't give it if she makes it past midnight she'll be good but if not she's gonna go yeah so this brings lou he's like lou sitting outside with death he's like you know all everyone wonder he's like hey that's a nice tie <laughs> you know and he's yep. like let me show you these so he pulls out his suitcase and sets it up there and, and it's like look at this starts doing the pitch doing the pitch man for, i mean he's going ties. through everything like like yeah. the thread remember he pulls out the thread he pulls oh, yeah. out the thimble he's, he's just going to town and and he's like, I'll take, I'll take them all. That's like, I'll take all of them. You know, he's like, well, no, why just settle for one when you can have when you five? Can have fun, yeah, yeah, he just keeps going on and on. And then he's given this pitch of a lifetime. The acting is so well done. It's, um, it's mesmerizing. You see death. He's starting to sweat. His hair is a little disheveled. They you know, his collar. Like, yeah. They're both like, you know, it's, you can tell and, some time passes. And right. And every time you look up, the, the you can see the clock in the, the, you know, the little girl's room. It's going cl- closer and closer. Yep. And then finally, um, Lou's like, but wait. He's like, I got one last offer. He's like, there's one thing I can offer you that you there's only one of in the world. He's like, and I offer you my soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> and by the time the, the clock's like ding, ding, you know, he's like, you made me late for my appointment. Blah, blah, you made me late. And I he's like, they congratulates him. Right. Even, uh, he's like, that's a fine. very, he's like, you just made the pitch of a lifetime. You yeah. know, so he finished what he wanted to do. Made the best pitch ever. And he saved the little girl's life. So you see the little girl waking up like mom or whatever. Um and so then you see Lou Bookman walking out with death, and he's yep. like, he's like, um, well, he's like, maybe I can. He's like, well, I need any uh, of this, you know, uh, up there. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you made it, kid. <laughs> so, 
fantastic acting. So just a couple little things to throw in. Um, in consideration of Edwin's advanced age, the, 90, or the nighttime scenes were filmed during the day with tar- terrapins pulled over the set to give the illusion of night. Yeah. Because he was pretty old. So here's where I – this is interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll read some of these too. Uh, uh, the, this episode takes place from July 19th to July 20th, 1960. Right, and it was filmed in 1959. Yeah. Or aired in 1959. <laughs> so once again, we're looking at it like recording in the future, but not so far future, just a year later. <laughs> right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep oh, yeah. Uh, so Louis J. Bookman was born September 1890. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's a that's a. Hundred years BT, <laughs> right? <laughs> and if you haven't listened to the Casablanca episode, uh, BT stands for before tears. <laughs> uh, so for for the show, Rod Sterling reworked an earlier teleplay of the same name that he had written for the mystery series Danger, uh, which was from 1950 to 1955. The original version aired in 1954, which involves a pitchman trying to protect his brother. From a pair of hitmen. Right. And for those of you that don't know, Ed Wynn, uh, his most famous roles came from Uncle Albert and Mary Poppins. He was the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Uh, he has that distinct voice. Um, he was in The Diary of Anne Frank. He's been on Bonanza, That Darn Cat, and many, many more, including Babes in Toyland and Cinderfella for you Jerry Lewis fans. <laughs> So, well, with that being said, uh, this is going to be a short one. Um, like I said, these uh, Twilight Zones, we get in, we talk about it, we get out. There's no goofing I off. I mean, it's only like 30 minutes of the show right, to talk about. Right, right. So, um, Great episode. Be on the lookout for <laughs> the next episode, the Season 1, Episode 3, coming soon. And with that being said, that's a wrap. And, and cut. cut.